Welcome to the EV Life Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Maharaj, and this is our final episode of the season. You know, this season, we've talked about the concerns that Albertans have had around range anxiety, cold weather, performance, and battery power as, you know, they're considering making the switch to an EV. And in this episode, I think this is such a great episode to sort of end the season with because we're going to be talking to someone about the largest ever study of EV owners across Canada. So 16,000 EV owners were surveyed and a thousand of those owners were here in Alberta. And we found that these worries dramatically decline after these people have purchased an EV. So the survey, which was conducted in November and December of last year, so 2022, it was conducted on behalf of AMA and the Canadian Automobile Association, also known as CAA. And it was found that not only would 96% of Albertans who are EV owners purchase an EV again, but also that many of the worries they had about owning an EV and driving an EV drastically declined after they made that purchase. Confidence rose in the areas of range anxiety, battery reliability, and cold weather performance. However, it also found that there are still challenges for EV owners. So I'll be joined by Jeff Kasbrick today, who is from AMA. He's the Vice President of Advocacy and Operations here, and he'll be talking to us about the findings of this survey, and we'll just go a little bit more in depth about what was kind of uncovered from surveying EV owners across the country, but, you know, particularly here in Alberta. And stick around until the end because our producer, Allison Bench, will be joining me and we'll recap some of the highlights of season one and things that we're looking forward to for future seasons of the podcast. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, Crystal. Thanks so much for having me on the pod. This is big for me. This is my first (laughs) podcast. Well, we're so excited. So, you know, for our listeners, can you just explain a little bit about your role here at AMA? Sure. I'm uh, the Vice President of Advocacy and Operations at AMA. What does that mean? I oversee some of our advocacy functions that we do working with government as well as other aligned traffic safety partners and community safety partners from a stakeholder perspective, as well as I work with our registries and driver education and road test teams just in running those businesses and making sure that we're delivering upon our promise and making sure that we're realizing what we have as our central purpose here at AMA, which is protecting the things that matter most to our members. Yeah, and you're here today to talk to us about a survey, right? So can you just give us a little bit of background on what this survey is and why we're talking about this today? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, EVs, uh, as you've explored throughout the podcast, are at a very interesting point, uh, right? Right. They aren't necessarily new, but we haven't yet reached mass adoption. And so there's still a lot that we can learn from some of these early experiences. And AMA has always been a part of our members' mobility journeys since 1926. And since that time, as mobility has changed, we've changed right along with our members and those mobility needs as well. And so we want to ensure that we are always there to be uh, supporting of our members, however it is that they choose to be mobile. And that could be whether you're powered by vehicle, pedals, feet, or in this case, electricity. Really, we're just focused on that mobility journey. And so EVs, we know, are now a part of that ever-changing mobility landscape. 
And so since we've always been a part of that journey, it's something that is very natural for us to want to be involved in this space and certainly nothing that we're going to be stopping at this point in time. And so when we talk about EVs, it's also important for us to understand some of our members and Albertans' perceptions and experiences especially those early experiences that I talked to as well. And so through this plug share study that we did, we were able to hear from over a thousand Albertans that are already EV owners, many of which actually, it turns out, are AMA members as well. And we were able to, in this largest ever Canadian study of EV owners, really get a firsthand understanding of the experience around owning an EV and driving an EV in Canada, as well as right here in Alberta. So you mentioned PlugShare. Were they the ones who commissioned the survey or was this commissioned by CAA? Yes. So PlugShare is a third party that we worked through, but the study itself was commissioned by CAA nationally. And Can you tell us a little bit about PlugShare, what they do in this space? Yeah, absolutely. So PlugShare is a research-based organization that's focused within the EV space. So they're an organization that has an extremely large touchpoint with EV owners. And so it was really important for us at AMA and at CAA to be partnering with PlugShare, given their experience and their broad touchpoint within this space. Nice. Thank you. What are we going to do with this information? Well, I would say first up, truly first up is making this amazing pod. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's, uh, that's definitely something that we're going to do. But in all seriousness, at AMA, we are very committed to being a trusted and go-to source for all things mobility related, including on EVs, as I've mentioned. And so to gain this trust and to be this source of information, we're very committed to gathering information from all different sources. And so the results of the study tell us where some opportunities exist for more information and more awareness. This is one area where AMA has always been focused as a traffic safety advocate. And so we want to use this information for that that education and awareness. Some things out of the study itself, after Albertans purchased their EVs, their confidence in cold weather performance Mm -hmm. up by 30%. Confidence in battery range, another, you know, significant issue that might be holding some people back up by 37%. And then confidence in the availability of public charging stations was actually up by 21%. And so by no means does this say that there isn't any remaining room for improvement. There's actually significant space and landscape for us to be able to improve. But it does tell us that the experience is actually a positive one. And then beyond some of those efforts that we have around education and awareness, we also want to use this information to shape the products and services that we offer here at AMA. So we've already made important investments within this space, whether it's installing charging stations at our centers or having EVs within our uh, driver education fleet to be training the first yeah. <laughs> generation of EV drivers in our province, as well as adding Ford F-150 Lightning EV trucks to our roadside fleet. These are things that we've been doing, and this study helps inform other areas that we can move as well. Yeah, you mentioned the EVs that we've added to our driver education fleet. And in last week's episode, we spoke to Colin Fritz Mm -hmm. from AMA as well, and he mentioned that 
you know, there may be some people who only learn to drive an EV. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Absolutely. <laughs> a little bit mind blowing. There are some households where that conversion has happened yeah. 100% already. And so it's important that we be there for them. I yeah. mean, this is just, again, it's just one of those natural transformations that has happened always within that mobility conversation. And, uh, and so we want to be there for that. So you kind of touched a little bit on the findings of the survey in that people are more confident about uh, range and battery life and charging stations. But was there something from that survey that really stood out for you that you found surprising? Yeah, surprising. You know, I'm not sure if I would necessarily say surprising. I would maybe say affirming because what we've heard throughout the conversation that we've had on EVs already are a number of different anecdotal stories. And now we have some data points to put behind it as well. And so there were a few things that definitely jumped out to me. And I would say first and foremost is that 95% of EV owners in Alberta say they find it actually cheaper than their previous ICE vehicle. Isn't that outstanding? Because of course, one of those things holding people back as well is around cost. But really, they're seeing that return on their investment. The 37% increase in battery range confidence and the 30% increase in confidence in cold weather performance is also uh, really stand out because uh, I know that those are significant issues. You know, here we are uh, in Alberta in mid-March and so many of us are desperate to see those spring flowers come. Maybe feels like winter never really ends, but these results are showing that it's possible and it can be done to be able to own an EV even within this climate as well. So it helps bring some of those perceptions more to a reality uh, frame of mind as well. And then I I think the last thing that I would say that really stood out to me as well is that 96% of Albertans are likely to repurchase an EV. And that's a really telling statistic. When do 96% of people agree on anything, right? (laughs) Exactly. Um, And so to have that high of satisfaction, I think is really incredible. And as more Albertans choose to make the switch, 96% intention to repurchase means that we're only going to see more and more of them on Alberta roads with satisfaction as well. Yeah, I think those people who are considering but are concerned because of those things that you sort of highlighted, this survey will be really helpful for them. But did this survey highlight any of the concerns that EV owners have? One that really did stand out from a concern perspective was, interestingly, it's actually not about the vehicle itself. Oh, It's not about the vehicle. It's not about the technology of the vehicle. Some of those things that maybe we would think are first and foremost of mind. It's actually with regards to the network of public charging infrastructure that we have within the province. So there was, as I think I mentioned earlier, about a 21% increase in confidence in the availability of public charging. Not as high as the increase in confidence and that conversion that we saw in some of those other areas. And so this general issue around charging infrastructure accessibility, I think, is one for us to be very mindful of. But I also think that it's really important that we be honest about where we're at as well. Right. And this is a constantly changing circumstance. And there is a lot of activity that's happening in the province right now to be improving on this point. And so it's certainly my confidence that that charging infrastructure and the availability of that, the reliability of that network 
will only improve. There's great partnerships that are happening within communities as well as with businesses. Right. And we're looking to expand our charging infrastructure to more centers eventually. We are. I mean, it's a very exciting time. So come and visit an AMA center, visit one of our juice bars. Um, That's something that we'll have. There's other partnerships that are happening really in all areas of the province as well from south to north. Yeah. So for our audience listening, what's the main takeaway that people should pay attention to from this survey? The main takeaway that I took from this is I suppose that if there's any listener that is seriously considering purchasing an EV, take the plunge. It can be done and it can actually be done well. And we also want to give them every confidence that they've got this, but that AMA has got this right along with them as well. And 97% of Albertans in the survey indicated that they were satisfied with their EV. And as you said, it's very rare that 97% of people can agree on anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty impressive. Absolutely. So if that isn't standout, I don't don't know what really would be. And so that's a meaningful vote of confidence and it can be done. And if you are seriously considering that EV, hopefully these results give you some confidence in the lived and shared experience of other Albertans just like you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jeff. Is there anything else you'd like to add about the survey or just EVs in general? Sure. Well, again, thanks for having me on the pod. This is really very exciting. One of the things that I would say is that Albertans can really stand proud in this survey. It's so interesting, at least for a bit of a data geek myself, where you want to look at these national surveys and see how we stand out next to other provinces. And it's very interesting because our experience here in Alberta is the Canadian experience. Uh, Very similar results. What I'd also just want to say is that what I've already said throughout is that mobility has changed throughout the years. That's what's constant. Um, is that there's always going to be that change. And what matters most to our members is what matters to us as well. And so we remain very committed into this space and helping our members make the switch, even if they do have some lingering concerns. And that's with information that we're able to provide them as well as with some of the services too. And so visit AMA, utilize our juice bars, but also if you're on the road, know that you have some confidence and peace of mind with your membership right beside you that we will be able to help out maybe with an emergency roadside charge rather than uh, bringing you a jerry can of gas. We can (laughs) bring you a little bit of a charge as well. If you've been listening to this and you're thinking that the results of this study are quite compelling and you're maybe interested in purchasing an EV, go and visit our EV buyer's guide that I know that you've talked about before, Crystal. It's such a great tool. It it is a great tool. It provides you with some great objective information. So ama.av.ca slash EV if you're interested in learning about the tool as well as using it to help guide and inform your next decision. Yeah. And where can our listeners find this survey? The survey will be available both on the national website as well as on the AMA website. And we'll put a link to that survey in the show notes so that you can find it easily. So what I'm getting from you, Jeff, is things have changed since 1926. (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little. Things have changed since 1926. What hasn't changed is our commitment to being there for our members. It's just, it's a natural step for us to be right alongside with our members as we talk about this electrification transformation that's happening. I think it's a pretty exciting one. The results definitely gave me a lot of confidence around the experience that people can have, but also what it is that we can do to help support them along the way. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks, Crystal. 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the EV Life podcast. That was my interview with Jeff Kasbrick from the Alberta Motor Association. And now I'm joined by Allison Bench. Hello, Crystal. <laughs> Hi, thanks for joining me. Of course. Uh, what a great season this has been. Yeah, so this is our final episode of season one. So there will be future seasons, um, but we're wrapping up season one. We're taking a little break and then we're going to come back with more content. But, you know, we've had such I feel like we've had such a packed season. We've covered so much. But this is also still like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. No, honestly, I was thinking about this a while ago. Or I mean, I feel like we for weeks and weeks, yeah. we've been thinking about electric vehicles and AMA and Months. EV life. Yeah. But, you know, looking back at all the all the different topics we touched on, I, I think that this is, like you said, the beginning, um, the tip of the iceberg. But there's just so many, like, I definitely think it's worth going back and checking out episodes again, or if you missed one, um, I, I'm feeling really excited about kind of what's happening in Alberta's EV community. You know, we kicked off the season with the interview with the Electric Vehicle Association of Alberta. And they and, were wonderful. Yeah, such a good, such a good group that and really is aware of what's happening in the province. And if you've ever been to an EV event in the province, you've probably run into them. Like I'm sure they might not go to all, but they definitely are at a lot of EV events across the province. Yes, very, very active. And then I also thought it was super interesting to, um, you know, we chatted with a couple post-secondary schools. We chatted with the yeah. University of Calgary's re-electric car team. They were fun. That was a fun episode. Just very interesting to hear what's happening with, you know, the next generation of engineers. And also, I just love that they're putting their research and their knowledge out there for anyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, like looking to the future and getting people prepared. If you're considering retrofitting an EV, I would definitely recommend listening to that episode and then checking out their resources because I'm sure it could help you mm -hmm. in your projects. Yeah. And then also we, we on the subject of the, you know, post-secondary schools, I also really liked the episode uh, talking to Nate, like right. the Northern Alberta Institute of Technologies, their automotive program, because, you know, they have had a hybrid component for, I think they said a decade. Right. So it's just so interesting hearing about what's the, the, the planning and the organizations. And, you know, of course we looked um, even this episode and the episode before this one at what's happening right here at AMA, which is also very exciting. Yeah. We've got quite a few things happening. We're so excited about all the things that we're doing on what we're calling the electrification mm -hmm. strategy. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got those chargers at a few of our centers and we are looking to put chargers up at more centers because, of course, that's a concern. From this ep episode, you've heard that the, I, one of the biggest concerns that EV owners have is the charging infrastructure. Yep. And then, you know, that we also had the episode that we have today. We talked about the survey that CAA and AMA did, or I guess we're behind. And Another thing that is very, I, I really loved the learning more about the CAA EV Buyer's Guide. That's such a cool tool. I think everyone I've spoken to who's used that loved it. Like, it's just a fun tool. You go in, you plunk in your answers to a few questions, and then you're, you're given these options. And it's so helpful. Mm-hmm. 
you know, we can't go over every single topic that even though I'd love to just keep talking about this, but um, I did also want to mention another big episode for us that I really, really enjoyed um, producing and listening to was the um, when we went international and we talked to the Norwegian Auto Federation. Yes. About their cold weather EV testing program. And I, I loved hearing about that just because Norway, also a winter country, just like Canada, and they have a huge EV adoption. So and winter range anxiety is a thing. And mm-hmm. that's something that's come up quite often. And so if you have not listened to that episode and you're considering buying an EV, I think that's another good one to listen to. Mm-hmm. And even if you own an EV, I think checking out the study that they've done is really great. Yeah. Was there any other, um, like any favorites you had that I haven't mentioned already or? I think everything that you've mentioned, you know, another big concern that we've heard from people is the grid, the -hmm. grid capacity. Mm -hmm. And so we did this interview with Epcor to just talk about from their perspective as a power supplier, do they share that same concern that Mm -hmm. consumers have? Like, can our grid actually support people adopting EVs. And the I don't know if this was a shock to me or, but uh, they seem to be a lot more calm about the situation and feel confident that our grid can support the adoption of more EVs. Yeah. And you know, and then we also, another episode too, that we talked to Shell and heard about right. what they're planning. So it's like all these companies and organizations and students and groups, there's so many things happening behind the scenes right now that's just changing the automotive landscape. So yeah, looking forward to next season. <laughs> I, yeah, I cannot wait for next season. There are so many topics that we can cover and we know that you also have topics that you'd like to hear from us. So if there is something that you think we should cover, send us an email at community at ama.ab.ca We'd love to hear what you think we should talk about on the podcast. I mean, there are so many things that we can delve into. Yeah. And even if there's something that, you know, we've already talked about, but you want a different angle or like realistically, anyone who's listening, if you have any thoughts or comments or ideas, just send them our way. We'd love to hear from you. And also keep an eye out on our AMA mobile app. We'll be refreshing our current app soon. And as part of the refresh, there will be a community platform and the EV Life community will live on this app. So if you'd like to connect with the community, be sure to join when it launches. I'm looking forward to chatting with you in there. And, you know, just Allison and I want to say thank you so much for supporting us this season. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. So when season two is out, you're the first to know. And thank you. Thanks for a wonderful season. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.